Welcome to the EventCore 360 podcast, where we explore different aspects of the event industry with experts in the field. Join us on this journey, expand your knowledge, and get inspired. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. This is Ann Plana, one of your co-hosts for EventCore 360. And I'm Lizzie. I am your other co-host. Thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. We have the new VP of sales at EventCore, Chris Emerson. Yes, we're very excited to introduce you all to Chris. He joined us back in December and has been with us for a few months now and brings a ton of industry experience to the table and is quick at work with the team to help us improve. You know, there's always room for improvement for everybody. And Chris is definitely helping us do that. And we're so excited to have him on our team. Yeah, this was a fun experience for the sales team and myself included because we got to be a part of the hiring process when he was coming on board. And the first thing that we all said about Chris after we talked to him was how much we wanted him to be our VP. So we were really excited to bring him on board. And then Anna and I got to record this conversation with him. And it's just really exciting and fulfilling to hear him talk about how much he loves EventCore and the work he wants to do with us and where he sees us in the future. So it's it was a great conversation. It was great to learn about him. And and like Anne said, all of the experience that he brings from the industry to EventCore and how he'll apply it in the future. And with that, I think we might just be ready to to transition. So uh, we hope you enjoy this little sneak peek into the new VP of sales at EventCore and our conversation with him. Welcome, Chris. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Let's kick things off. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background in the event space and why you decided to join us at EventCore? I can't believe it's been 16 years now, but I, I kind of took a chance. I answered an ad on a job board, you know, back in 2000, I think it was like late 2003, something like that. I think that the industry itself was kind of coming out of depths that were created from post 9-11. But it was a, a time when I think there was some maturity happening in the industry, you know, just with the adoption of technology to stand up events and it was uh, I, I got there and to the interview and I really had no idea there was all this technology that supported events at the time uh, I came from selling back office development tools and things like that and so it was a, a bit of a change and uh, you know here it is 16 years later I ended up being just a, you know essentially like an account executive and some changes in the organization happened a couple years later and I had done pretty well selling some pretty large installments of the uh, the technology and then ended up managing a team there that uh, eventually grew to be about 15 people and uh, and we did really really well uh, until the very next business cycle that hit um, you know which was the uh, the financial crisis of 2008 2009 it's been really really rewarding i've worked with some great companies and worked with some great people and uh, really excited to be here at EventCore just because of the opportunity really that's in front of us to kind of resurrect the business again uh, and resurrect the industry again from uh, a really, really tough time. And uh, I think usually tough times create opportunity. And, uh, and, I'm, and I'm a big believer in that. And I think that with some of the things that we're doing from a product perspective, from a people's perspective, and in other ways, uh, that we're really well positioned to be 
in front of that. We've got a really, really good story with some of our major customers now and really looking forward to getting more. <laughs> That's what I'm here to do. So, we are uh, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can relate to that, Chris. I think I kind of fell into this industry as well. And um, it's been a fun ride. And I, you know, I've, I'm in the like 10 to 15 year category. So just behind you. But um, yeah, it's been an interesting ride. And I'm excited to see how our industry responds and kind of grows with this next challenge that we're facing. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the, the thing is, is that it's been through this now. This is the third time uh, mm-hmm. that, it's, that it's been through this in the in the last 20 or so years. And right. uh, each time, it, what's, what's so interesting is that each time the, uh, even back at, even back in 2002, 2003 and going into the, into the time in which I entered the business, the concept of virtual meetings always happens in these business cycle dips. It was even there back then in 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and of course it happened again, somewhat, maybe a little bit less, uh, less so in, in 08 or 09, but you know, it's, it's almost like the players out there who do it are almost like those investors that you see that are expecting the crash and, and, and invest their entire portfolio into gold and silver. You know, they're, they're really planning for, they're, they're kind of hedging on the, mm-hmm. on, on the, on the business cycle a little bit. When the business cycle dips, man, they, they cash in and they're doing that now. And that's good. And it, it really has driven innovation. Each time it's driven innovation and mm-hmm. it's doing, it's doing that now. And since I've been at event core coming from a much, much larger organization that, you know, we didn't really have, have to have to deal with such a large kaleidoscope of different competitors just because mm-hmm. we had kind of a, we, we, we had kind of a, a an end quote unquote end to end approach, but I'm every day, I'm kind of amazed at how many new competitors there are out there and new folks, new companies innovating in the virtual space and, and, and how many people um, that we're going to have to be competing with here over the next few years to, to, to be successful. So, um, but it's exciting. It, mean, it means that there's demand. It means that there's, there's innovation and, and, and that's a great thing overall for our business and and we look forward to uh, how that evolves back into into uh, into hybrid and then into full onset again. Yeah, I think I take a lot of comfort in the fact that we've been here before, you know, obviously not in this exact situation, but we've we've gone through these ups and downs. And like you said, three times in the last 20 years, like that's that's that feels significant. And I, I wonder if there's anything that comes to mind that you think that we as industry professionals who've, who've been through this or having been through this yourself um, a few times, any, any good reminders beyond the fact that we've been here before, but just kind of, um, I guess, lessons learned from the last three cycles that we could, we should keep in mind as we, you know, continue through this current downturn. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go back to I'm gonna go back to resiliency. I mean, each time the crisis that caused the the dip in the business cycle for us also also caused you know really a lot of pent up demand, and I think that's what we're seeing right now. Yeah, and and just to know that that there is a uh, it's really uh, I think encouraging for me to know that 
Uh, and we see it now, we're starting to see it in terms of the interest in EventCore, in terms of the buzz that we're getting from various channels, that there is a lot of pent up demand. And that bodes well, I think, for for us in the, in the coming months that the people want to get out there and meet and see each other and go to and do business at, at conferences and, uh, and and continue their professional education and sessions and to go to those happy hours and travel to those hotels and and really you know resume the you know the, the what is kind of the, the lifeblood um, behind the scenes of, of you know of what we do in, in, in supporting events through technology but what's behind that also is, is obviously travel hotel business which is arguably taking an even bigger hit than we have in our space and you know and the, the desire to to really return to travel and hospitality that goes around events and everything that goes into it we, the industry has been through this before twice now and and has come back and has come roaring back and um, and I think we we're in a really really good position to be to be on kind of the front edge of that when it happens again I, I love your choice of words that we're going to come roaring back because I've been seeing all these posts and thoughts about how after the Spanish flu in the early 1900s you know we came into the roaring 20s and so I'm, right. I'm excited yeah. for the roaring 20s of the, the 2020s <laughs> like what's the literal right. tour 20s again it's history yeah. <laughs> you know what's what's gonna I, I, I think you know no one has that crystal ball to be able to predict exactly what's going to happen, but I think it'll be fun to see how we as a culture, you know, worldwide community kind of come back from this last, you know, it will probably end up being almost two years of kind of hunkering down and not only the innovation from a technical perspective, but just, you know, fashion and culture and social aspects. And, you know, when you add in that layer of innovation and technology and kind of where we are, you know, where we have grown to in the last hundred years, like it'll be really interesting just to see how I, I think there'll be a lot that will be changing in the next 10 years. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. And, 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 you know, I think there's so many opportunities for us to, uh, especially the way we deploy our products today for our customers. There's, um, there's, there's so many different places that we can go and we have a lot of really natural advantages from a product perspective, having worked with some of the really, really sophisticated events that are put on by a really, really sophisticated customer, like, Microsoft mm-hmm. and, and 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 where I'm going with that is is around is a couple things um, is around our approach to security and trust the the type of um, protocols that need to be in place to support a customer like mm-hmm. that and all of the PII that goes into uh, the folks that attend their events and how critical they are to their business has really I think made us from what I can see having been here and observed the culture here you know it is a culture of security first. Um, in a lot of ways. And so I, I've seen that and that, you know, really going forward right now, I mean, right now, obviously the technology industry in general is really steeped in and wrapped the concepts that really drive secure interactions with technology and that the way we approach personal data and the way that's handled. And we've got a really, really good story around that. So just to reiterate, Chris, you're saying that EventCore is the best registration platform out there because of our <laughs> strong security <laughs> standards and our amazing employees. And this That's is right. everybody should just work That's with right. EventCore. <laughs> you got it, Lizzie. <laughs> a shameless plug. I have to have one on well, every not, episode. Yes, exactly. You know what? And Chris, I was going to ask, why, what brought you to EventCore? But I think I just answered the question for you. 
it was the people, uh, you know, initially. And then when I heard more about the story about, about tech and, and, and in particular where we're going with it, pretty hard to, you know, pr- pretty hard to, to, to step away at that point. Absolutely. Now, I don't want, I don't want to give away, you know, our sales strategy, but what do you see for the future of EventCore as we continue to move forward in this business landscape? We've got a lot of good things going on already. Um, and so one thing I didn't want to do was, was come in and completely redo you know, the th- you know, a lot of things that were already working, but, um, but I think, you know, if, you, if we add a little bit of, a little bit of octane in terms of process, you know, to our sales process and to, and, and to how we approach our marketing strategy and things like that changes in a few augmentations, I guess I'd say, I think we're going to be, uh, we're going to be really ready, you know, what, it, for what I see is going to be a really, really big end of Q2, Q3, uh, timeframe, you know, when I think when everything that I'm seeing suggests that by that time that there's going to be a little bit more clarity coming out of governments, be it state, local, federal, and, as to when some of these in in person types of events in some form are going to make sense again, and um, and and the optimist in me would like to say that 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 those might start happening around the end of the year. You know, you kind of mentioned the testing out some of the hybrid technology and some of the things. You know, I think hybrid's obviously a big question on everybody's mind these days because um, you know we started to see some of that, but you know we're still kind of very much in the, the fully digital realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's what's something that you're excited about either as like new tech or new feature functionality as it relates to hybrid or just something you're excited to see return when you start to get back to hybrid what are what are you looking forward to um in that respect i gotta tell you i I am uh you know having worked on some really really large b2b conferences in the past the the part of it that really gets me excited is all the on-site stuff that went away through all this and so getting back to that and getting back to don't ask me why, but I'm, a, you know, I'm, you know, I, I get excited about conversations around bad printers and, um, and, and, um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and print times and, and uh, throughput on the, on the first day of a conference in the morning, like how many did we get through in the first hour out of the, for some reason that's exciting to me thinking about some of the tech that is, that is deployed on site in new ways. And, and I got to tell you, just since I've been here and have had a chance to interact with some of our ecosystem partners that, that are that are on-site partners and, and there's and there, and some who are who weren't even around significantly before the, the pandemic hit. Some that are doing things and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give away the farm here um, in talking about it, but some who are doing things that completely eliminate other technologies out there that, that were you know pretty much a part of every on-site experience. So different ways to think about the technologies that the on-site experience are are enabled by. And so there's again it goes back to that innovation that's been happening during during the last year, which you know, which people just didn't have a chance to do when you know when you know us in the events business is pretty much you know you're executing on an event, and as soon as that's over, you come back and you're on to the next one. And so, so I mean, I, I think for those who were lucky enough to have the wherewithal and the um, and the financial backing to to be able to stick it out um, and kind of redeploy the the minds in their company around product towards towards research and development and everything else that goes along with that that it's you're uh, it, really seeing some some really really cool stuff out there and that is not just limited to the virtual space it's 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 happening in the on-site space and getting ready to come back to a on-site reality that's going to be a little different especially for the the, the first part of it but but really really excited to be to even be the point where we're thinking about doing that 
Well, it's something I've been thinking a lot about is just the the silver lining, if you will, to some of the challenges we've faced this year. But to me, one of those is the push to innovate and be more creative and to think about ways to disrupt the status quo. So kind of like you were saying that, you know, previous, you know, in the old days, <laughs> you'd go to a show and you'd come back and you'd start working on the next one. And there was very little downtime to kind of regroup or try something new. And I think in the same way that at least at Event Core, you know, we operate in a in a space where there's I think all the events are like this too, but you know, we operate in a in an arena where there's high standards standards and you've got to like, you know, deliver on every single event, which is great, but it leaves very little room for innovation and trying something new because the stakes are so high and you have to to be at that 100% all the time. And I think by having this disruption and kind of this room to not even room, but like the you have to innovate, you have to try things that are new. It gives more opportunity for for something, something different to take hold and take root and, and flourish in a way that it wouldn't have before. And so for me, that's really exciting from a technical perspective, but, but just as a, you know, industry in general, I think there's a lot of exciting things that can come out of that, that space to kind of breathe a little bit. And I don't know, I don't mean to dismiss the things that have been hard about this last year, but I I think there's a lot of opportunity there. I agree. In in the same way, even for marketing, being new in the industry, you know, you and you and Chris had the, the honor of working, working through some other of the economic crashes that we've had in the past. This is my first one. So thank you. Well, Welcome. And I'm happy to be here. Um, you know, the, the industry is, is changed so much for, for everybody but me, you know, so I, I'm kind of coming into it where this is my hit the ground running. I'm, you know, joined the industry kind of right at the height of COVID, you know, this industry, of course. So it's been really interesting. And I've, I've loved to see the parallels between the marketing that's been pre-COVID and then post-COVID and with Untethered coming up in March, which if you are not registered for it yet, folks, please go ahead and do that. We'll put the link in the show notes. But, uh, you mm-hmm. know, part of, part of what we'll be talking about is the future of marketing, which for me is really exciting. And and everyone listening in, Chris is, uh, is the VP of sales and marketing. So he's my manager as well. So part of what I am excited to do is bring forward ideas to Chris and, and EventCore, the team in general, and so I, I just think this is a really exciting time for, for marketing as well and, and sales. And I think there's just so much opportunity for everybody in EventCore to grow with the change, you know. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens. And Chris, I'm really excited to see what you do with it as well. Yeah, thank you. And I'm glad you brought that up because I completely agree that, that you know, when, when we in sales, you know, look to, to how our quote unquote air cover, you know, from marketing is being executed, I think from that angle, we're going to have a lot of great opportunities to to differentiate ourselves again, you know, because of a situation we find ourselves in now and, and, and how we present ourselves to the market in the next couple of months is going to be extremely important. And the, and the ways that, that we are able to communicate the, the value of being a partner with us in the next couple of months is going to define how we do, you know, for the remainder of the year in a lot of ways, you know, other than just 
pure sales elbow grease. And so, you know, how we, you know, how we um, engage with our partners and partnering, you know, in, in a, from a marketing perspective and the, in the, in the ways that we incorporate the, the, the challenges that our customers are facing and, and really making those connections to potential customers that we've been there before. We've done it at a tier one plus scale for many, many, many years right now. Why wouldn't you want to partner with us on, on, on your events and, you know, be that technology partner that, that makes your events successful. And so to the extent that we can optimize that message from a marketing perspective, you know, we're going to be, we're going to have happy salespeople um, and we're going to have a happy company, you know, because then we will, we will, we'll know that we will have done our job, you know, on the marketing space. And so, so that's a huge part of the, uh, of the equation. And, and I'm really excited to be, be working with both of you in that regard to, uh, to, to get that, that presence right and to get that messaging right and to, um, and to, to give, you know, the team on the sales side, Again, some of that extra, you know, octane to what they do every day to, to make 21 and particularly the second half of 21 and 2022 really, really successful years as we as we uh, we, we come back from all this. We're just so excited to have you on the team. You know, we, you know, when we were hiring, we, I say we as in like I was a part of it, but you know, when, when Event Core was going through the process and, and you came on board and we, we all talked with you, everybody was like, okay, Chris is awesome. He knows exactly what we should do for the future of Event Core. And, and so you were a very welcome member of the team. So hearing you kind of reiterate that now is really nice to hear because it, you know, you haven't changed since you've been brought on board. You haven't gotten hired. And then we're like, all right, now that I'm here, I'm going to relax. It's like, all right, Chris, you hit the ground running literally. So that's how I know we're, we're going to continue to do that. Cause you've showed, you've shown that. So appreciate that. And I think this is also this podcast is really nice because it's a great opportunity for the audience to get to know you, you know, the event core listeners that we have. And then just for our team also, you know, the, the team at event core, you know, even on the production side and, and our customer support side to, to really get to know you and, and your plan. So this has been a really nice opportunity to do that. Yeah, no, thank you, Lizzie. And I think it's a great medium for, you know, for those folks that you mentioned to, to get a really clear understanding of, uh, of what we're going to do to approach this market space and, and, and really make some waves in it. And, and let me, you, you mentioned our, our, our production side and our customer success side of the house um, and our delivery side of the house. And, and quite honestly, like I got to tell you, that's one of the reasons why I'm here also um, is that when in talking to those folks through the, the leadership of those teams in, in, in the, in the times when I was having my initial discussions with, with, with the leadership, the overall leadership team here, gosh, I gotta tell you like some of the, some of the, the professionalism of those teams that deliver day in and day out and the, the approach that they take and the, I mean, like you don't have to train any of these people on being customer focused on being success focused and customer centric um, with, with, with the customer base because it, whatever secret sauce has happened already up until now, I got to tell you, it's working because they um, they do such a phenomenal job and the level of detail that they go to. I mean, again, I, th- this is my first rodeo in this in this space, uh, and there is a clear difference in in, in some of the, the the people and the processes and the way we deliver for customers between us and our competitors, and you know, expect us to be leveraging that. Uh, in the next uh, in the next couple of years, as we try to again move our market presence forward, and as we acquire more customers, and as we enjoy more success 
from a sales perspective, a lot of that is going to be built on the foundation of, of how we support our customers today. Well, I think that's key. That's something that's always been a strength of event core. You know, in the in the 10 years that I've been here, we hear that a lot. And I think that it's, it's also evidenced by our, our referral business, but also our repeat business. Um, and just that our clients and customers come back and they like working with us and they appreciate the expertise and professionalism that our team offers. So I am glad to hear you say that, you know, personally coming from that team and having spent a good portion of my career with that team, it's fun to hear that recognition and, you know, kind of praise for that, that group. So I think it's all about the whole the whole company working together as one. And I am, and I think that that's, that's something that we, we strive for. And I think do fairly well, you know, there's a lot of communication we work really hard to make sure that there's transparency between the teams and, and, and that ends up doing all the things we want it to do internally. But the most important thing is that it makes our client experience um, that much better. And I think that's what we're all aiming for at the end of the day. Well, Chris, I think it's clear that um, sales is in your DNA and is something that you're very passionate about. But if you hadn't ended up in sales, I'm going to take this to a little bit of a lighter note. Where do you think you would be? What career or career path do you think you'd be on if you hadn't stumbled into event sales? <laughs> yes, I'm very curious about this as well. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you might be blown away actually by my answer. It's a really easy one. Uh, I would have been an archaeologist. Yeah, yeah, that was that's actually still kind of my my um, my passion. It's pretty much what I read about. I read about archaeology and history in my spare time. Awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, and you know, I this is uh, my my timing wasn't great um, be, uh, in terms of my overall upbringing uh, around this particular subject because uh, when when I was when I was coming out of, of college, and I'm not going to say when that was uh, right now, but I can tell you that uh, that you know a lot of the the cultures out there that really are are interesting to me. Um, the there was a uh, I think a very very real thought out there that that we had found almost everything out there and uh, and uh, that there was you know in in mexico and egypt and other places uh and uh, and nothing could be further from the truth and, and actually it took, uh it took technology to um to really uncover that uh, to, to be an archaeologist i was born like right in in kind of a a, a rut you know if i had been born a hundred years before it would probably be a great career because there's still a lot to find if i had been born such that i was coming up now um that there was all this technology that tells us there's so much more you know to it um you know but i was born at a time when um when i think we had a little bit of arrogance about about all the uh, about the fact that we had found everything and that's just not true Well, you know what? That was such a fun conversation. And even on a lighthearted note, it's just so interesting to hear the different passions that Chris has around sales. And I will be honest, I love the archaeology part. I think it's really fun to hear about where other people's passions lie. No, I agree. And I think I'm a big believer in in bringing your whole self into everything that you do. And so I think it's fun to hear all aspects of what what makes someone tick and really drives them and they're, they're passionate about. And 
uh, and it also just helps us relate on a different level. You know, like I said, my son is also super into archaeology. And so it's really fun to kind of have that that connection point. But I always enjoy chatting with with all of our guests. But I think it's it's extra fun when we get to talk to a colleague and learn more about their passions and interests and what they're excited about within the context of our uh, work environment. It was really uh, what is the word when you're like, oh, I, I'm glad they said that, like a relief. Yeah. And it was just kind of a relief to hear that he views everybody at Event Core as part of the sales team. And, you know, sales is obviously not most of everybody's job, just the sales team mostly. But we all represent Event Core and all the work that we do is always going to repre- be representative of Event Core. So I thought that was really great that he brought the whole company together as like kind of under his wing. And he just wants us all to succeed in that arena in the industry. Well, and like I said, we're, you know, we're all in this together. And I think not only as a company and like what we're trying to do, but also just as an industry. And, you know, we're all dealing with unique challenges this year, but we're all rising to the occasion too, you know, and it is, it is true that the amount of people that are out there in the field, trying new things and kind of, you know, stepping out into the space is really encouraging. And the, the opportunity that's there for everybody to, try and innovate and bring something new to the table is really promising. And so as as hard as that can be, and, you know, there's obviously challenges, you know, thinking about people as competitors. But if we, we think about just the general advancement for this industry and moving us to a place of, I, I guess, growth, but we're moving forward, you know, we're not stagnant. I think it's easy to, to think about pre-pandemic. You know, I was a part of many different brainstorming sessions where it was like, what can we do? How can we disrupt? things? How can we, you know, change things and improve things? And so many of those sessions kind of hit roadblocks because people were like, I don't know, I just don't know how we can change it and how we can make it better. And, and I really appreciate the disruption. You know, I wish it wasn't the way that it happened. But I, I'm, I'm thankful that there's a disruption to to challenge us to, to think about our world differently and our our industry differently. And I'm hopeful that at the end of the day, um, or not at the end of the day, but I'm hopeful that over the next five to 10 years, um, we'll be able to see the fruit of that. And, and even though it feels hard now, I think that we'll look back on this and go, yeah, that was that was a really tough time. But look how much innovation came out of it. Absolutely. And you know, that makes me think in a really positive way too, for my my growth and my journey as a young marketer and any young marketers listening in as well is that, you know, Chris is a, is a few years ahead of you and you're a few years ahead of me and you both have worked through, you know, economic downturns at one point. I think he said he's worked through two and I know you've worked through one as well. So this is kind of my first introduction into it. And so I hope that in the five to 10 years, when I advance in my career, that I can work with people in the future who I can look back about COVID and talk about the innovations that I was a part of for the industry. And because it's so nice to hear you and Chris talk about it and you've, you've worked through other things before. So now it's like my time to shine and you know to work through it and be somebody that I, that I can talk to future marketers as well and be like, man, back in COVID days. So I don't know. I thought it was really exciting to talk to Chris and, and you about it. So that was fun for me. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to today's podcast episode. Really hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did. For this episode, show notes, and other episodes, you can go to eventcore.com. That's E-V-E-N-T-C-O-R-E.com. That's eventcore.com again. And uh, we really hope to see you next time. Have a great rest of your week. <laughs>